Find this podcast and others like it at the number one new media network, Podshow.com. Better, Better, faster, faster, stronger. stronger. And now with new minty fresh scent. The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 8. Today, the Bible Study Podcast talks about the Christmas story and the wise men. Last week we started looking at the Christmas story as told in the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, which is Joseph's tale. Matthew goes on in the second chapter to talk about the visit of the Magi. You probably heard the story, We Three Kings of Orient Are, Bearing Gifts We Travel Afar. This is the biblical account that informs that particular Christmas carol. You may see that there's a few discrepancies. Starting in verse 1 of chapter 2 of Matthew. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born the king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, where the Christ was to be born, in Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with the gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route." So, first of all, we see that there were not necessarily three uh, travelers, three wise men, and the Bible calls them magi, or traditionally wise men. Uh, They're not necessarily kings. It doesn't say one way or the other. And the reason why we get the number three is that they brought three gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. No particular number is given in the biblical account. Why is Herod so disturbed and all of Jerusalem with him that when these people come from the east and say, hey, we've come to worship the king of the Jews who's been born? Well, that's because Herod himself is the king of the Jews. And those of you who know history know that one king doesn't in general like it when someone comes up to you and says, hey, I hear that you've been deposed and that there's going to be another king. And that's basically what Herod would have heard. Uh, He wouldn't have been overjoyed with this idea that someone else, not one of his many sons, was going to be king after him. And this is the Herod known as Herod the Great, but not for what he does in the next section of verses. We don't know how long the wise men have been traveling. It only says that they came from the east. And it's also not clear when they come and see Jesus at the house, as it says. It's drawing a very different picture than the account in Luke that we'll see of the manger and the shepherds and the angels. And so this may happen sometime later, possibly as much as two years later, and we'll see where the two years comes from in another case. But it is important to see that these people were given some sign that there was a king born, and of all the places that they went, they found out this little town of Bethlehem in Judea, and of all the the children they went to, they were led basically to the bed of this baby Jesus, and they brought him kingly gifts, 
gold, obviously, which may have come in handy in a little bit, and then frankincense and myrrh, and both of those are uh, resins. They're both frankincense would often be used for incense and used for worship as much as anything else. And then myrrh is often used for anointment for the dead. One explanation I've heard of the three gifts is that the three would recommend... One explanation I've heard of the three gifts is that his kingly office, that, that this is a king, would be represented by the gold they are bringing, and his divinity, the fact that you use frankincense in incense, would be represented by the frankincense, that his humanity would be represented by the myrrh. There isn't any particular explanation that the Bible gives, just that these are the gifts they bring, and they are certainly kingly gifts. Now remember, up to this point in the story, we don't know anything about Herod's motives other than he tells them in secret that he wants to find out where the child is so he can come and worship. And we know that he is disturbed. Well, at this point, the Magi make an exit stage left here back to wherever they came from because they are warned in a dream not to go back and tell Herod. And the next thing that happens is another dream if we carry on in chapter thir- in verse 13. When they had all gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophets, Out of Egypt I will call my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity, who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. So again we get Joseph with a dream, like we saw last week, and Joseph again is told something very specific, get up, go, take the children, go to Egypt, and he does what he's told. Uh, The few times that Joseph is mentioned in the Bible, it really stands out that he's told something and he does it. It seems like a simple thing, but it's very important, especially in this case. Now, there is the joke about the kid in Sunday school who is drawing a picture of an airplane, and the teacher says, what are you drawing? And he says, I'm drawing Jesus' flight to Egypt, which is what this is called. And he says, she says, well, I understand that, but I see Mary and Jesus and Joseph. Who's this other man here? And he says, well, that's Pontius the pilot. And okay, if you don't know who Pontius Pilate is, we'll talk about him probably around Good Friday. Notice again here in Matthew's account, since Matthew is writing a gospel to the Jews, he's writing again about what the prophets say. So first of all, he says that the prophet says that the the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. And then later on here, he's saying that this also was foretold, out of Egypt I will call my son. There are numerous different prophecies in the Old Testament that we can see that are being fulfilled by Jesus and by his birth and his life and eventually his death. And Matthew's Gospel, in particular, since it's writing to people who understand the Old Testament prophecies, will continue to point that out in his accounts. And finally, we get here at the end of this section of verses what's called the murder of the holy innocents. And often, traditionally in the church, there's been a feast day shortly after Christmas 
that is to celebrate these children or to remember might be a better way to say it these children who are killed basically by a king who is threatened by jesus uh, just from his very birth and being told that his king has been born and he doesn't know where the child is he doesn't know the child has fled to egypt and he apparently has learned from the magi that they've been traveling for two years or at least because of the number that he told them in terms of how long they've been traveling he decides to kill children who are two years old and younger Now, Bethlehem is a small rural town, so we don't know the number of children who were killed by Herod. It's possible it was as few as five or six, but still, this is the act of someone who is trying to hold on to that which is his, his power. And the final set of verses is these from Matthew 2. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go back to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling in Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee and went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what is said through the prophets. He will be called a Nazarene. That'll do it for the Bible Study Podcast for this week. Next week we'll look at Luke's account of Christmas, which is perhaps a little more familiar to you since it's the one that's used in the Charlie Brown Christmas special, so stay tuned for that. And thanks so much for listening. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com 